Welcome to Absolute Comics. My name is Benny, known as the Comic Story, and over there is my co-host, Sal, from Comic Pop. And we do our show every Tuesday right here at the Comic Story and Podcast Network, twitch.tv slash comicstorian, at about 5 p.m. Eastern. Talk about everything going on in the current news of comic books or things that are happening or just in general, we chat about your comic book goodness. Today's episode is brought to you by G Fuel, who now has cans. So if you're too lazy to mix the G Fuel, they pre-make it for you. Best way to sell that, right? <laughs> I think that's great. That's exa- that, that literally sold me a can. <laughs> if you want to get ten uh, percent off your order, go to the go use the checkout code Comics and support the show today. Also, keep in mind this show is entirely funded by our Patreons at Patreon.com/slash/ComicStorian and Patreon.com/slash/ComicPop, where you can get early access to the show every week. It's then supported by our Twitch subs, Twitch.tv/slash/ComicStorian. And oh, yes, Sal does get paid for this. Did you not, Sal, finally get paid for doing this? Technically, uh, yes. <laughs> Technically, yes. So, for if you guys are curious, I I back owed Sal like three or four months of paycheck. He forego all of that and is flying first class to Seattle. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> it's a promissory note. When I'm on the plane, then I will have been paid. <laughs> I guess technically, yeah. Technically, you're accurate. Yes. Right now, I owe you <laughs> a first class ticket. Yeah. Um, that worked. And if you're wondering why Sal would do that, Sal's like six seven. Uh, and no scene on a plane fits him. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not doing that ride in coach again. Dude, that's the, that, that's the, that's the, like, I used to do coach in economy everywhere I go. Um, and then I, I was storing up points on all my cards. And once I realized how points it worked, I do not fly economy or coach unless I have to. Like Chicago, I'm doing it. But I'm a 6'1 dude that weighs about 200 to 40 pounds. I don't fit in the seats. And I know a lot of people have the exact same issues I do. If I go to the bathroom on a plane, I literally have to cock my head to the side to stand up. Like yeah. it, you, you, I don't fit. And, when, and, what, and, and I actually started doing first class. It was on my birthday, like 2017 or something like that. I had a trip I had to take to LA. I got there. My laptop bag broke, broke the laptop. The oh. deal fell through while in LA, so I wasn't even getting paid for being oh my there. God. And then and then I'm going back the next day and they're like, uh, flight is overbooked. Do you want to upgrade or do you want to take a later flight? Right. And I'm like, you know what? It's my goddamn birthday. I am upgrading. <laughs> yeah. And as soon as I did that, I was like, oh, no, I can't go back. No. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. I, I I had done first class before, but the first class, I think you hooked me up one time on the way back from wherever. And I was like, oh, this is nice. Like, they asked if I wanted to store my coat. They were like, oh, I'll take your coat. I'm like, why? They're like, because you paid for it. And I'm like, oh, all right. I got like a glass of champagne. I was like, yeah, this is yeah. nice. That's great. This is very nice. Because I have tons of points from all the stuff I do. I also get like free hotel rooms and stuff. It's great because I didn't know this was a thing for like three years. So I was paying for everything for three years. And then you look at like, whoa, wow, I have a lot of points. <laughs> yeah. I got to get me one of them cards with all the points. Yeah. The points are nice. Yeah. Um, all right. So uh, today, Sal is sick and under the weather. I am sick and under the weather, so we're going to do a very low-energy, chill episode. Could be short, could be long. Who the hell knows? We're going to find out. <laughs> you know, because you're watching it after the fact. You're going to see uh, the timestamp. Yeah, you'll be at the timestamp. They went this long. So let's talk about our comics up front, like always. Uh, yep. Wolverine. Wolverine shows that apparently vampires drinking his blood give, give them immunity to sunlight and doesn't turn Wolverine into a vampire. This is quite obviously a retcon, as we've seen <laughs> both of these things happen before. Uh... Uh, I think so, Wolverine's immune to vampirism. I think that was proven back when Jubilee became a vampire. Yes. But vampires getting powers from his blood. Never heard of that before. No, but Hickman opened the door for that when he was like, oh no, Moira's been drinking his, or getting blood transfusions from him. He can live a thousand years and other people can do that too if they take his blood. Like, yeah, that's made up. <laughs> I mean, it's fine, I guess. I, I don't like the idea that, like, Wolverine's blood is the cure for everything. Like, once you unlock that box, you can never put it back in where it's like, Wolverine's blood could cure cancer. Is he going to cure Deadpool? I don't know. Wasn't his blood in some way, re- like, involved in the origins of Deadpool or something? 
Yeah, I, I was holding like a lot of those lines. It's it's a weird idea to go with. I do like that the Wolverine book is not like so, like it opens up with him splintered open and a skull exposed and yeah. I'm like, okay, it feels like Wolverine. That was one of my biggest concerns with Wolverine that when it finally came out, Hickman was gonna like make it wrap into everything because right. Deadpool's been kind of dummied down since Hickman took over. You know. Yeah, well, De- Deadpool has also been largely unaffected by whatever the hell's going on on that island. Like he's been on monster. He's but he he's got his own island with monsters on it, <laughs> and he's the king of that. Yeah. At so, least until until Sergei kicks his ass, which will not happen. <laughs> Fake Sergei. All right. So I mean, overall, I liked that first issue. I thought it was pretty good. Out of all the X Men books, I I know Deadpool and Wolverine fall into the X Men, but I have a feeling those will be the only two I read. They're their own <laughs> franchises, so yeah. Yeah, they I mean, are. Like, they're, they're their own thing. Yeah, it was good to see uh, Victor Bogdanovic on that book. I've worked with him before. I like that guy, and his art's awesome. If you want like a new Greg Capullo type dude, that's your guy. Yep, he's good. Um, it's good stuff. Flash forward. I didn't even huh? bother. <laughs> what? I didn't even bother. I hear he, I hear he's God. Uh, yeah, no, he got the Morbius chair, Mobius oh. chair, and he now he he so it finaled out with. Uh, and we're going to start, the series is going to start on Comic Story next week. So for those of you guys who haven't read it yet or you're still waiting on it, we're going to do the first two issues next week. Right. Wally, after killing everyone in Heroes in Crisis, got taken off to go and do, uh, basically he was in prison. The rumor was that he would be in the Suicide Squad, but no, he got pulled into the dark multiverse where he fought against vampires, uh, Vampire Flash, uh, Vampire Batman. He fought against all the different versions. Like there's a bunch of evil things. Uh, he got to meet up with Roy again. But it ended with him finding a planet that his kid, his real kids were being kept on. Yes, I saw that. And the arrangement was that Tempest Fugonaut would bring the kids back. But Wally had to accept his fate. And that was that the Mobius chair had been chasing him the whole time and was trying to ter- take him as the new host. Right, that's fine. I'm in. Like, uh, do something with Wally, for God's sake. It's weird, though, because he sits down and no longer refers to himself as Wally. He clearly says something about being Wally. Right. And he's like, no, we are like, and it's uh, like, <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, obviously this goes into the 5G change and all those other things and uh-huh. that kind of stuff. So it's like, okay, we'll see what happens with that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, wh- how, what happened to the Metron? Is this- he got blown up by Dr. Manhattan. Oh yeah, he did. Yeah, remember like two Doomsday years ago, the beginning of Doomsday Clock <laughs> in 2017. Remember that? I was so long ago. <laughs> yeah, remember before Doomsday Clock in uh, Dark Side War. Do you think that, that was part of one of the things that was being stalled? <clears throat> yeah. Well, wait. Do you? I that think Wally, Wally becoming Metron. No, I think that's a complete afterthought. I think that's a total like. Well, we need because Heroes in Crisis was was originated and then executed during Doomsday Clock's rollout. I think that that was completely made up during that lifespan. So I think that Wally West inheriting the Mobius chair was a total afterthought made up by somebody upstairs. I wonder if he was supposed to go in the Suicide Squad, but the backlash was like, no, we, you know what happened when we put right. Daniel West in the Suicide Squad? We killed him, so let's not do that to Wally. <laughs> right, and also, like, we have no plans for Mobius, like, for the Mobius chair slash Metron, so... <laughs> Put him on the chair. And yeah. you know what? It worked. And I, I'll tell you why. Because I am seeing zero complaining from all these Flash fans who are like, when they release the image of Wally West costumes blue, he's got the Manhattan logo on his forehead, he's in the chair. People are like, this is awesome. And I'm like, yeah. oh, I thought well, you wanted Wally, Wally West to run. Like, I thought you wanted Wally to be fast, but okay, I guess you want him to be God. So. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly it. Like, Oh yeah, well we don't get him. On, we don't get him back in the Flash, but we get the, we get him as God, so we'll take that. You know, right? I guess that's fine. I mean, like, I don't see it lasting very long, but you know, but I I think that it'll be kind of swept under the rug under like in every other book because no one would want to talk about that or do anything with it. Like, I don't see how it would fit in, but who knows? Maybe Wally West is the key to five G. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and we'll be talking more about 5G in a little bit, guys, because this, this episode is being aired right after the Dan Dio leaves, so of course yeah. we got to talk about that in a bit. Um, but moving on from the Wally West Becoming God thing, uh, did you read Guardians of the Galaxy? It's on the notes. I didn't get to it yet. Oh, no, I didn't. Uh, this is... Uh, is this Gates's... Yeah, I mean, I like what he's been doing. I'm just a little behind on it, so I haven't read this one, but I guess they found yeah. Hercules, and they're continuing the story of the Dark Olympian Gods, which yeah, makes okay. me curious about checking it out. Uh, I hate when both Marvel and DC are using Hercules, because I can't remember which one we're using in each version. <laughs> yeah. 
So, but whatever, that's going to be done. Um, upcoming Shazam issue is going to have Billy Batson fighting against Shazam the Wizard. Oh. Do you care? No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. You could literally say Shazam's doing anything, and I'm like, all right, I mean, like, Good for whoever likes they, Shazam. They need to make Shazam important again. That's the problem with him. Like, they've removed yeah. him from so much DC stuff that Shazam just isn't a, a, a concern or an issue or, like, nothing. Yeah, he's just not that important right, right. now. And he kind of needs to be, because I like the idea of Shazam. I just don't... Nothing about it speaks to me on, like, a personal level. So I'm like, eh. Like, I like the movie, but that was kind of it. And of. And I and I like him as used as a plot device throughout other stories. Like I love him in Kingdom Come, but he's literally just a plot device. So it's like, you tell me what's happening in the current run of Shazam. It's like, oh okay, well good. I mean, like I'm glad they're using him, you know. Yeah. But uh, yeah, didn't he fight Superboy Prime? Like, shouldn't that have been a longer thing? Shouldn't that be the big deal? I apparently not, because I remember there being a cover where he fought Superboy Prime, and I was going to catch up on Shazam to read that, only to discover. It's over before I read it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, deceased Unkillables. What Great. do you think? Yeah, I love it. It's just more of the same. More deceased. Okay, well, so here's a question with that. Do you think we're just going to get a bunch of spinoffs as to other people and what happened to them during the period? Or how long before we get Deceased 2? <laughs> I think I, I feel like Deceased 2 is next. Like, I think Unkillables will be like the palate cleanser or whatever you want to call it. But I think Deceased... I was expecting Deceased 2 now. So we got Inkillables. It's still great. It answers questions that I didn't even ask, but I want answered. So I'm in. Like, I loved this first issue. I loved the first series. I want more. Uh, I've always I, I, thought it was a great series in general because it was not just your t your traditional zombies eating people, Rob. But it is. Like, it's, it's everything. It, 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 it has its cake and eats it too. Like, it, you want... All that stuff, but you get also all the character work and all the all the drama, and you got a little bit of hope. Like Taylor is a master at this, and yeah. you know he's got more. Like you know he's like, no, I got I got deceased two written. Like I'm ready to go. Yeah. So just just give it to us. My my biggest, <laughs> I find it a little funny. Like they ever like, so disease came out, and everyone was like, "Where's Red Hood?" <laughs> and, I, and I remember when disease came out, everyone was like, "Where's Red Hood?" And I'm like, "I like Red Hood." But no, honestly, Jason probably went down like a bitch. Right. <laughs> I honestly, I remember reading it and being and not even wondering where he was. Yeah, I was like, I'm a huge Red Hood fan. I have a Red Hood tattoo right there, and I was like, Jason went down like a bitch. He probably got cornered, tried to shoot them, and they ate him. Like, yeah. <laughs> what do you want from him? Exactly. <laughs> and so. now we're finding out that nope, he's. I, I don't know if it was it was the outcry of where's Jason Todd that made Tom Taylor put him in there. Right. Deathstroke at least makes sense because he's got the healing factor and we're going to see how that yeah. counteracts it and things like that. And then Creeper. I I saw Creeper and then I'm like, hasn't he been gone for like ever? Well, it's not in continuity. <laughs> it's just Tom Taylor's favorite characters. It's his favorite. It's his greatest hits. So yeah, Creeper. Why not? Throw him in. I cause Creeper. I, I always thought Creeper was a good guy too. Yeah, I thought so too. <laughs> well, I, th I always saw him as like an anti-hero, so eh, yeah. I'm in. Um, all right. I mean, disease is cool. I can't wait to see where the, what he's going to do with this. I Same. wish it was a little bit. I wish they would just make it like a pseudo ongoing. Like yeah, we'll get at a, a almost like they did with Marvel Zombies. Every it year could was like be a new one. that that's where deceased might be going. Like maybe maybe Taylor's like, no, I got deceased too, and that's it. And they're like, can you can you turn can you injustice this up? Can you keep it oh. going? Deceased year two, deceased year three. And he'd be like. Yeah, I mean, I like money, so duh. <laughs> so he's probably reworking it. That's why we're getting this. That that could be it. Um, all right, another big news: uh, the DC released an image showing a pregnant Catwoman. Yeah, uh, this this lends further credence to the theory that the Batman Catwoman series from Tom King is in its own reality. Is it though? I think it is. I think it's literally going to be like. So King was kicked off Batman in '87 or whatever. '85. 85. What if he wasn't and was allowed to do whatever he wanted? You know, because King thrives in a self-contained original graphic Yeah, novel. no, I agree with you on that. I do. And if he, if if and maybe that's it. Maybe they were like, we got it. We got to pull you off the main book because what you want to do is too outrageous. Yeah, but we'll like, do it in this book. Or what if the what if they're letting Tom King make Catwoman pregnant in mainline? I don't think so because we've seen Jorge Jimenez's art for the upcoming arc. And we see in his art 
Batman and Catwoman like holding each other and she's wearing a skin tight Catwoman costume. There is no baby bump in there. And the art suggests that maybe they're gonna break up. I could see like King being like, oh, at the end of the, of, at the, end of the whole run, they're gonna get married. And you know, those in charge who probably aren't in charge anymore were like, no, nah, we're not gonna do that. And uh, if you want to do that. I forgot to mention this. The Catwoman image is from the upcoming Catwoman 80th anniversary. Right. Oh, right. God. So it could be its own. It could, it could have, it could be neither. Right. The question that people are wondering is, is this going to be how they bring back the original Huntress? Yeah. Like, I don't mind the one that they've created, but it's I love still Helen not Bertinelli. Huntress. That's, that's my Huntress, honestly. Like, I know a lot of people are like, no, Huntress has to be the offspring of Batman and Catwoman. For me, I'm like, I like the idea of this, like, this this anti mobster yeah. born from mob like families like I think that's cool I like Helena Bertinelli I've never really seen her used properly you know like I've never seen her reach the potential that she ought to have had by now but I prefer that to another Bat character I mean, okay I mean I do like this current one I like her a lot and they use that as the template for the movie right which, which is, is actually funny because I I, 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 I didn't even dawn on me in the movie that that's not the real origin. No. For those who don't know, Huntress from the movie and Huntress in current comic books is the one from the movie. It's the one where she had the the, the mobster family. She was a kid. uh, The family got killed. She went off the train. Um, In current comics, she became a super secret spy and then turned into the Huntress. Yeah. um, Or crossbow killer. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, In old continuity, she's actually the child of Catwoman and Batwoman. Batwoman and Catwoman. It's only weird universe. Uh, yeah. She's the child of Batwoman and and Batman. Why do I keep wanting to say? Because <laughs> it's Bat. Because there's a Batwoman and a Catwoman. It's Catwoman and Batman. Yeah. They have a kid. They have a named kid. Helena Wayne too, and that's Helena. And in various things, she's popped up in the main universe. Yeah. Because of like, timey wimey multiversal. <laughs> exactly. There's yeah. You can't have her exist and also have a young Batman. I so. thought that the New 52 had the best excuse for why she was on the main main world. Right. Because they had a whole plot with, with her and Power Girl getting stuck over here. Right. And Would, they, I think they're from the same world. So Well, they were. That in, in, that, in that new continuity, they were from the New 52's Earth 2, which is still an amazing story written by Tom Taylor. Yeah. Um, but the two of them got stuck on Earth 1, with a, like, and they had to change to Huntress and Power Girl because Supergirl and Robin were taken. Right. Uh, right. Current Huntress in comics... Whatever happened to the no? They went back. The the they went the, back to Earth Two when it died, and then they got taken to that other planet. Right. So the current Huntress in continuity matches up with the movie origin. Right. She is she is a mobster family, not related to the Bat family at all, outside of Grayson, aka Rick, aka Dick, aka Talon. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> You're gonna see that shit go away pretty fast. Yeah. So. But yeah, uh, I, uh, pregnant Catwoman. Uh, I think it's out of continuity. I think no way. Dude, it would be amazing if in continuity, Damien got a little brother or sister. Oh, my God. It's not even Huntress. They (laughs) let Tom King make a new bat child. I mean, I could see them doing that just to keep him happy. Dude, that would would break so many Batman rules. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, all the rule books out, man. There's, There's nothing tethering them to anything. All right. Well, that's all the big comic book news. Do you have any comics you read that Dan didn't put into our list? You uh, wanted to mention? Plunge is really good. <laughs> <laughs> you sounded so ecstatic with that recommendation right there. It's just really good. Check it out. Stuart Eminem comes out of retirement to draw it. Okay. Pick it up. DC. Hill House. Joe Hill. Oh, yeah. I, I, dude, I've got all of those on my desk, and I have not read them yet. I'm like, I want to read these Hill House books, but right? I've been so... I'm not going to lie. I've been so glued to Call of Duty and World of Warcraft right now. I don't know oh, why. Yeah. I, took, I took four days off and just played the hell out of all of them, and I'm like, nice. 16-year-old Benny would be in heaven right now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> We're somebody both me a dream, a, Somebody get me uh, an energy drink. Uh, G Fuel in a can. Even better. There you go. Get there me a uh, G Fuel and some Doritos, and I will... Uh, <laughs> I will see you next week. <laughs> So, all right, let's go to the big topic of the day. All right. Robert Pattinson Batsuit, what'd you think? Yeah, it's a little clunky. <laughs> I don't know. Those ears do not work for me. Nah, <laughs> the ears are a bit weird. <laughs> all right, 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 right. We'll stop, we'll stop <laughs> messing around. Let's, let's talk about the, the real big news. Everyone wants us to talk about it. 
Yep. Star Wars Project, Star Wars The High Republic is showing a younger Yoda. What do you think? Right, he looks creepy. I don't like young Yoda. I like baby Yoda. You can't have transitional Yoda. <laughs> transitional Yoda. I don't want Yoda with acne and he's trying to find, he's, he's trying to pick up girls. No, forget it. That would be hilarious. Yeah. Oh, what's going on? <laughs> no, that's... <laughs> no. Hurt did it. When oh. you fell from heaven. <laughs> right. Oh, my God. Angel, are you? Like, uh... It's an oldie, but it works. All right, all right, all right. Real, real news, real time. Let's talk about the fact that Stranger Things is linked to Black Widow because of Red Guardian oh, and the act... <laughs> My God, has anyone said that? That's amazing. That that is a huge theory on the internet. You haven't seen that? No. That the guy uh, Hopper from Stranger Things is in Russia, so therefore it's around the same timeline that he would be Red Guardian. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's. I mean, I, I like I, I love I, I love Hopper. I, I you know I, I David I love David Harbor. Put him in everything. I don't care. Whatever works for me. <laughs> that's just your answer to that whole thing? Sure, why not? I know that's bullshit. <laughs> There's no way. Dude, I'm serious. That's the running theory right now. No. <laughs> There's all no right. way. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. All right, real, real topic of discussion. Real, The real one everyone wants us to talk about. Yep. So did you see that they announced, like, the Joker 3 state? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. oh. All right, so Dan Dio, publisher at DC for well over 20 years now, I think. I think it's over 10. I think it, it's only been 10. Maybe 10? It's between 10 and 20. working there for 20. Yeah, it's, been, like, it's between 10 and 20. Um, it, it basically was him and Jim Lee who were in charge of what was rolling out of DC. Yep, co-publishers. They've um, been sharing the duty for, for a long time. Right, and they are the ones that have been like headlining this 5G, 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 all that stuff. Yeah. The, the, the weird part about this is there was no ceremonious ending for Dan DiDio. There was no final exit. It was just literally, he doesn't work here anymore. Yeah, like a and, Friday, he's just not there no more. That's yeah, it. Yeah, and no one knows the reason. Was he officially fired? Was he asked to step down? What was the right. reasoning? And as far as I saw before the show, there's still no official statement outside of most comic book creators and artists kind of just sending their sentiments with him. But there's yeah. no official DC or WB statement on the situation. Nope. It's bizarre. They, like, yeah. I, I guess they really thought that no one was going to care or do anything about it over the weekend, and that was going to be it. Uh, no statement. The only thing we've gotten, the closest thing, is Bleeding Cool using, like, I have a source who says, ugh, and I'm like, classic Bleeding Cool. The problem like, with Bleeding Cool is they will run, and they're, they're falling, I got tweeted about this earlier, um, the, uh, the clickbait location. Yeah. There's like five or six of them that if they come out with any article, yep. I don't take it for any like, oh, that's interesting or that. You're like, no, it's like until I get some more credible sources. Bleeding Cool is probably the most credible of them because they do right. have actually a lot of sources and they come through with a lot of it. But yeah. even they just kind of run with a story before we have any information on it. You know Exactly. No, they, and the closest thing we got is that, I mean, he was fired, so it was obviously a reason that was negative you know it wasn't like he was fired because he's just making too much money and they want him to make more someplace else like right. the, the only so he's fired because of cause you know and the quote i've heard thrown around is creating a negative work environment or something or fostering a negative work environment um that's the closest thing i've heard and even then it's hearsay so i won't right. i won't put my name on that but i will say danity was fired unceremoniously you know, for all we know, it could have been that he was, like, in the offices at Warner Brothers or AT&T, and he, like, argued with them, and they just kicked him out. I mean, who knows? We don't but. know what the reasoning behind it is. No. Um, following that, that, of course, has led down the train of the clickbait idiots throwing out, DC's done for! Yep. 5G's their last chance! Um, nope. I well, there may be truth to that, and it may happen. I don't believe any of it. Uh, so we'll start with that one. Uh, sure. Most of the places that's coming from are being reinforced by themselves. It's it's theories and stuff. Like there's no source outside of themselves stating it. Yep, they're just making um, them just making up stuff and throwing it out there and quoting right. themselves. And then they they chain their own articles. So it's like you know, there's a quote from this article. Click on the article. It goes back to their own articles. Like no, it's yes. just made up nonsense. Um, those types of websites, much like Be Bleeding Cool, play under the idea of if I say everything, 
that one thing is true, and then people go, oh, that was right. You, you got that right. They yeah. ignore the fact that the 99 other things you said were all false. Right. Um, while there may be some truth to AT&T reconsidering what they're doing with DC Comics, I doubt that it's anything to the point of like letting them go. They may no. change the regime. That yeah. may be what's happening. And the fact that 5G is 5G means that AT&T is trying to influence the comics in some regard. Because yes. no one at DC came up with that name irrespective of AT&T. And, and I don't, that's not, like, I don't have a quote there. I'm just saying, if you put two and two together, no one's going to call their event or rollout or next, next publishing initiative 5G without being told to by the network that is rolling out with 5G coverage. It's not even technically the fifth generation. <laughs> no. no, they had to make them up. So, yeah. no. Uh, I want to talk about that AT&T thing really quick just because, like, ultimately, the reason why AT&T is not like, oh, my God, D DC Comics is hemorrhaging money and we need to get rid of it. AT&T owes billions of dollars. Tens, hundreds of, like, uh, over $100 billion. If they were trying to make money to pay off their debts, they would not get enough money from selling off DC Comics to become insolvent. Now, it's just they not going to happen. Be, there is a possibility. AT&T uh, acquired DC through an acquisition of a different company. Warner Brothers. Like they didn't go Warner. buy yeah. DC. Now, that, that could mean AT&T has no interest in DC. That would not surprise me in the least. Right. And it, but, but what that means is not that DC is going to get shut down. AT&T is not just going to go, we have DC Comics, some of the most recognizable characters in the entire universe, and we also own WB where the movies are being hosted. Right. If anything, they would sell off the comic division and retain the movie rights to what is created. They would do some weird, finagled deal. But right. DC Comics produces, like, it's not, not, uh, it's not in the negatives. It's not going bankrupt. They have no. not... They've never had any problems with money. It is not from daddy companies giving them cash. Exactly. They, they've like they just don't make as much as some of the other properties that were acquired. So if anything, it would be bought out. Now I have seen, and I I, I want to. The first time I saw it was actually Eris and Variant. The idea that Disney may buy D DC. Yeah. I don't think that's gonna happen. I, I as much as I want to say that, I say that there. And this is my entire opinion. There's more of a chance of the mouse just acquiring every major superhero, period, than there is AT&T just shutting the doors of DC. I think you're absolutely right about that. If you're going to compare those two things, that's more likely Disney would do that versus AT&T would do that. Because, right. like, for Disney, the, the fact is, they would not think of it. The, the only the, Disney would never buy it if the rights for the movies didn't come with them. Right. So... And, and like, AT&T isn't going to do that because of WB. So unless DC was literally in the negatives on profits and they've somehow kept that hidden from yeah. everyone for years, which right. maybe they were. Maybe it was it was under a shell corporation inside <laughs> of WB. Right. Like, why would you get rid of the one that's making your idea house, basically? It's creating you, things that are making the toys which are made. you got to yeah, remember no. this. Comic books and even movies to an extent. Yeah, the Avengers made a billion dollars, right? The first Avengers? Yeah. That's chump change to the merchandising. It's all about the merchandising. Yeah, backpacks, Why do you think your favorite toys. TV shows get shut down because of lack of merchandising? Why right, do you they're think, toy commercials. <laughs> right, why do you think that Sony was allowed to keep Spider-Man, but Disney was happy with the merchandising rights on Spider-Man? Yeah, Disney didn't aggressively pursue Spider-Man because they already had... I think 100% of merchandising rights. They did, 100% of time. merchandising rights. Merchandising rights are the big thing, and they use these both combo companies as a way to just make characters. Like, look back at Marvel. Female Thor is big in marketing. Spider-Gwen, yeah. even though that comic does not do well, is all about the toys, the TV shows, the movies. The So the idea that they would shut down DC Comics, who isn't in the negative as far as we're able to track, um and then just keep the movies going, you're slowly but surely going to dry up is what you're going to do. Yeah. Well, and, and you're also going to... You, you, you make an ass of yourself as a company because, like, you're going to shutter this, this, this revenue stream. Because, like, while it doesn't, make an, it doesn't pay to sell it, it doesn't pay to, to, to shutter it. Yeah. So if it's making money and it's producing IP, let it run. You know, if you're, and if you are... If, if, if you owed hundreds of billions of dollars and you're like, I could probably get 
four or five billion off of DC, then you'd see it sell, sold off to like Amazon or Apple versus Disney and you know etc. Et because like Disney, they owe their they owe their own amount of money. Disney also is in a weird situation where it's like if Disney were in a position to just go, oh screw it, here's a here's a blank check, they would have bought Spider Man wholesale already. Yeah, from Sony. So and, and, here you go. I found the tweet that gave the best explanation behind this. Yeah, uh, I'm going to read this off real fast, and then we can move on the idea of them shutting it down. Because I, I, yeah, th- yeah. I don't want to turn a whole podcast into some clickbait article that is making the rounds. I don't. Right. Because I don't believe in it at all. Nope. It, not to say that it couldn't happen, but I don't believe in it. But here's the right. This statement made it best. Folks, Warner Brothers and AT&T make $5 billion a year on DC Comics-related merchandise and licensing. It costs them less than $10 million to run the company in the industry with annual print sales of $1 billion. Exactly. DC is not going to shut down. It's an IP factory whose movies have generated billions of dollars, whose television series are in the top five ratings in their respective time slots. They sell millions of dollars in toys, t-shirts, and merchandise based off the comics. Don't believe the rumors from some website that can't even get reputable creators on it. <laughs> Worse, co- Cosmic Book News. <laughs> right? Who, who said that, by the way? What was that? Who are we quoting? Uh, hold on. It, there's no return on investment for them. Superhero comics are a niche genre and a niche marketplace. The actual amount of comics sold outside of wartime boosts in, in circulations have always been less than people who have been have been led to believe. And then he goes on to talk about how uh, comics that used to sell over 100,000 copies, that's because they would buy 100,000 because they could return ones that didn't sell. Right. Um, anyway, I mean, that's the best way to put it because it's literally, and that's, the, that's why like this whole idea that they're just going to shut down anybody who says that they're just going to shut down DC comics. This is my honest opinion on this one. Yeah. Uh, if, I guess all the rest of it was too, but you know what I mean? Um, anybody who says that they're going to shut down DC comics and 100% believes that to be the case, like they're going to just shut them down, doesn't understand how business works or the fact that if they were going to shut it down, they could just make more money selling it. Right. That's just simply it. Yeah, it, it We it, it know people pay. in the comic book industry that if DC was going to be sold, <laughs> would pony up the money and do it. You know exactly who I'm thinking about. Yeah. Do you think that those individuals would not be like, I have DC now? <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know somebody who might put a bid in for that. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. There's no, like, they would at least, at least at a bare minimum, make that money back that they, they spent on DC. Yes. No, they're, they're not shutting it down. I'll link you the tweet as well. I'll put it in the, vo- in the Twitch chat, yeah. but there it is. But no, they're, they are not shutting down. And I don't want to uh, spend much more time discussing that because of the fact it's bullshit. It's 100% bullshit. It's yeah. people running their mouths. It's people going, Dan Didio left. I can get some views out of this. Exactly. I can, so, I, oh, well, because people are upset with decisions made by Dan Didio so they can make a correlation. He's made bad decisions that I don't like, that I can translate into sales, which suggests to me that him being fired unceremoniously by this evil parent corporation means that they hate this publishing division and they're gonna, like, Axel Alonso also left Marvel. It didn't mean Marvel was even close to being shut down. And Disney, I think, cares less about publishing comics than AT&T. Oh my God, Disney cares so little about their own publishing house that they own yeah. They get things published by IDW and other companies. Like yeah. that would just blows my mind like, that they would look go at IDW. The- here's some comic books about Star Wars. Like you own Marvel. It's the <laughs> biggest one. What are you doing? Like literally, AT and T is forcing them to name an event after their stupid coverage. And yeah. Disney's like, eh, and Uncle Scrooge and Marvel and stuff. They can publish. They, who cares? Dark Horse, no. But like IDW, yeah. Star Wars, Spider Man, The Avengers. Knock yourselves out. Who cares? Now, if D- if 5G were to fail, there's two things I could see happening. If they if they were going to do anything. Right. One, they'll sell it off. They'll sell it off and retain movie rights. That's not unheard of. They easily right. would do that. We want the movie rights. You go make the comic books with a company. That- or two, everyone inside of the DC higher-ups, fired. They'll just fire them all. And, and replace them with them. their own people. They'll put their own people in there. And DC will probably hurt horribly and go down a very bad path of just becoming corporate. Which is yeah. what Marvel has done for a very quite a few years. Yeah. Well, there's another uh, company that you could also compare it to. Uh, I know that there was a company that like they tried at like they were created by a prominent comic book creator. Uh, they started out with a big bang. They had publishing people behind them. They had Wizard Magazine promoting their shit all the time, and they went under. And they were owned. By, they were purchased by Acclaim, and they were garbage. And it was Valiant. Valiant like bought, got bought by a video game company, and they bought them just so they could make video games out of their IPs. 
And they made a little bit of money and then eventually the whole thing fell apart and then it got bought up and you know the story of Valiant. But like the point is, that would, I think, be the direction DC would go in if DC was just was just sold off indiscriminately. Yeah. But I don't think it's going to be. I, I, no, I don't think I that's I think if thing. anything, they would just replace them. I think I if think... anything, it, it like, look, I love Marvel. I do read my Marvel comic books, but you cannot deny that the house of ideas known as Marvel are very corporate ideas ever since probably about 2011. Like, you I don't know what it's like not... that... They're yeah. not terrible, but they're very family friendly. They're not very edgy. They don't try anything really crazy. It's very by the book. And I could don't that's what I could see happening to DC at 5G ends. Yeah. They'll be like, Jim Lee, thank you. You're out. They'll be like, Jeff Johns, you're out. All the well, creators he's out. He's will been be out. gone. Yeah. But you know what I mean? All the creators will be gone, and they'll yeah, just Bob put Harris in a bunch of corporate there. stooges who are just gonna hire people to do basic storylines. Well, they just what they would do is they just get corporate CEOs. They get people yeah. who are professional company presidents, professional CEOs, and be like, just run it the way you ran an auto industry or, you know, whatever, and just make money. I mean, like, they probably get magazine publishers, probably somebody from, like, Forbes or, like, Good Housekeeping to run the company. Like, it would be stupid and terrible, and it would they'd scale back to, like, six books a month, and they wouldn't know what to do with any of them, and they'd try to staff them with, like, stunt, you know, script writers and stuff like that. It would be a dark time for DC if AT&T oh, would, stepped yeah. in and, and fired everybody. Uh, but I don't think it's yeah, indicative of that. we're not denying that there may be a dark time coming, but they're not tur- shutting it down. <laughs> no. Like, they're not going to shut it down. It just makes too much... It makes too much money, and it doesn't cost enough to sell it off. Like, the, 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 those those numbers just don't la- add up. Similarly, yeah. with when it comes to AT&T and DC, like, if, if they just... I don't know. It, it it doesn't make sense to sell it off, and it doesn't make sense to just shut it down. Right. Like, if anything, AT&T... Like, they, they could... There was a concern, I remember, when uh, AT&T was considering purchasing Time Warner, and the consideration was, is, is Time Warner slash AT&T too big? Maybe what we could do is, you, you can purchase Time Warner, but if Warner Brothers gets broken up, you know, like, HBO gets, gets sold off, and DC gets sold off and stuff. And if that were the case, you know, that was the clo- I think that was the closest time to DC, that DC was going to be separate from Warner's. But I don't think we're there. And I think that five, if 5G fails, it'll be like if Countdown failed. Or it'll be like when the all-new, all-different Marvel failed. Like, it won't, be, it won't be such a fail that it's to the detriment of the company itself. Yeah. It'll just be another crappy event that Dan Dio created. Like, I mean, they're, they're down on the market share right now, and Marvel's yeah. kicking their butts right now. But, there, but there's a number of reasons behind that. And a lot of it is they don't know what they're doing. They're all over the place, it seems like. Ever they since are. Doomsday Clock kind of petered out and went the wrong direction, it's just been like, what do we do? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. Uh, there is, it's, there's seemingly very little strong leadership over there at the publishing line. Yeah. Over on the entertainment line, like that app, they're really like doing what they can with that. Like the entertainment arm, like they're making the movies, they got plans for that. Like they have a streamlined process for everything other than the comics. I don't know. And and the fact that like the fact that the that this new initiative is being called 5G and the fact that AT&T like made them do it suggests to me that maybe morale is super low over there because they know that like they're not telling stories. They're just they're just a commercial for AT&T now. Yeah. Or at least they could become one. Like, hey, you're writing this really transcendental Batman story. Well, guess what? Uh we're rolling out with like a new set of like Bluetooth devices. And so I need you to tie in with that. Give Batman this new gadget and make that a really big important thing that's part of the story. Like, that would make me miserable if I were a creator over there. I mean, I feel like that's where DC's at right now. Um, with, with the way Doomsday Clock went, with the backlash they got from Black Label, with the change-up they had to make to everything, they just seem to be in a weird spot where no story seems to be linked. There's no master plan storyline. There's nothing no. happening. Um, I don't think 5G is like... I think 5G is more like we need to get we need a rebirth moment. We need a big tie-in event that everyone's working towards, and I think that's what the point of 5G is. And the naming of it obviously is with AT and T. The um, but ever since the mix-up and the issues they had after like a year of your rebirth, yeah, they've just for like the last two years have been spiraling in weird directions. The Black Label fiasco is just like now we got Black Label books coming out all over the place, but they're all just regular Elseworlds books. Like what the yeah, fuck? we don't even know what the hell that is. Uh, the Hill House thing is working out, but like only because there is someone at the top who's dictating what it is. Yeah. 
I mean, in uh, all honesty, let's say let's say I was AT and T and I bought Time Warner and I I've been taking my time going through everything. Yeah. And while I'm doing that, they reveal Batman's penis, and so I'm like, what the hell? Get fix that. Right. Do it a black label? No, I don't want. Just don't do that. I'll be back here later. You know right. what I mean? Like, I mean, I could see them doing that, but I also like I, my question is, it must have been a Warner's decision to not own the Batman damned fiasco because the Batman damned like penis thing could have been a brilliant marketing strategy for DC to like get on Jimmy Kimmel and get on like every other news outlet out there and be like, yeah, you can see Batman's dick if you buy this book. Like we're putting out, <laughs> but like, you know, you, you, you open with that, you get the laughs and you go like, yeah, actually like it's not the Batman from the, like you've been reading since 1937. Like this is actually like its own thing. And actually let me tell you what Black Label is. Let me tell you what DC's rolling out with. And I know, also want to let you know that we modeled the penis after Ben Affleck's. <laughs> right. Like, well, but I'm just saying like they could have easily leveraged the, the amount of media attention on it into a commercial success, but the people in charge, I think it was the president of DC that was reinstalled after Nelson left, was like, oh, I don't, I don't want that. I, uh, maybe I'm being told I shouldn't want that, but it's also mixed metaphors because like, you have, an, you have a show that's like critically acclaimed and everyone's enjoying it. It's exclusive to your app and the two like top quotes have the F-bomb in them. Like one's F-Batman and the other one's Harley Quinn saying that Batman F's bats. And you're like, so it's okay to talk about that, but it's not okay to have an, a, a mature readers only book right. that shows that? That's stupid. It just means there's no leadership. Yeah. So well, well, no let's roll it back to Dan DiDio because I feel like that uh, the no leadership thing, I feel like this all spiraled out of his control and they just came in and were like, we're just going to put someone bigger in charge. They're going to handle this. Um, I do want to say, I feel like Dan DiDio <clears throat> has just been a... Punching bag. Totally. Like, look, I was talking to my brother about this. Like, he gets a lot of flack for more than just Nightwing. For any major change, he gets flack. Jim Lee never gets talked about. Jeff Johns never gets talked about. Tom King never gets talked about. I can't believe that Jim Lee doesn't Dan get any DiDio. of that heat. What I 100% feel like, Dan DiDio was like, I'm bad cop. Just let exactly. them throw all, all the flack at me. Not to say that he didn't make some of those decisions. Like the No, Nightwing. yeah, he did. Yeah. <laughs> but he also, his job was to... Take the heat. His yeah. job was to stand by every creative decision made at the company, good and bad. Yeah. And he did a great job with that. I mean, regardless of what you've liked and hated about Dan DiDio, he has headlined that entire company for like between a 15 long time. and 20 years. <laughs> uh, if you, unless you can tell me that for 20 years you have not liked DC Comics, there's stuff in there that he allowed that you enjoyed. Yeah, well, all you have to do is look at the outpouring of uh, support from his creative uh, people at DC who have said, like, he supported this. He, he went to bat for me on this. Like, there's, there's a lot of elements. And, I mean, like, yeah. there's, other there's other creators. Snyder, I know, was like, we butted heads on a lot of things, but, like, I respected him. And it's like, right on, like, you, you, can't, you can't applaud to Dio for anything that, that Scott Snyder worked on. But right. everybody else has some kind of thing you can point to and be like, wow, he really fought for that. Like I'm not, and I'm not. I don't want to like applaud him just because it's too bad a man lost his job, and it is too bad a man lost his job. Yeah. But also, let's not like pretend like he was the devil, and he did <laughs> all. And he, all he did was all he, all he was trying to do was make DC worse. Like in fact, all his decisions were made from a perspective, and it might have been a flawed one in your in your point of view, but like a perspective that was, I want to make these comics sell and be as good as possible. Yeah. So, like I said, he didn't do everything. And, I mean, if, <laughs> some people in the chat are like, I haven't liked DC ever. I'm like, well, then, yeah, you're right. You don't like any of his decisions. Yeah, well, but... then welcome to the conversation. It was great to have you on this topic that was largely about DC. <laughs> Way to weigh in. Good call. <laughs> we have people that watch that are Marvel fans too, Sal. We talk about both here. Oh, I know. But we're the, the, but the deal has nothing to do with Marvel and hopefully never will. <laughs> what would you do if he he got he took Alex Axel Alonso's spot and then we hear about Axel Alonso going to work at DC? <laughs> I'd be like, you all you're all stupid. <laughs> you've all you've all screwed up. So that would be that would be scary. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, there's not much more to say. I mean, the biggest problem with the Dan DiDio topic is there's no information. I can't believe that any company, AT&T, Warner Brothers, DC Comics, three different companies that all could have issued some kind of statement and get ahead of the story and none of them have done it. And it's been what, Friday? Friday? 
Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, five days of radio silence from these people. Yeah. Dan DiDio himself issued a statement that was just, thank you for being nice to me, everybody. Like, that was it. Well, Nothing? Saying, like, it's so weird that they're doing this because I, go I Googled Dan DiDio and I got Marvel rumored to take over DC Comics, AT&T and Warner Brothers, the real driving force behind DC Comics 5G, uh, DC Comics after what's next after the next key decision. And those are from your three clickbaiters, Cosmic Book News, Bleeding Cool, and Screen Rant. They're just letting everyone go insane on this. Yep. And then on and, videos, and all they have I to get, say is just the same a, shit. Well, I, on videos, I get Dan DiDio fired and the future of DC Comics off the rack. That show's terrible. That show's uh, great, and you should definitely <laughs> subscribe. <laughs> it's a fair like, measure All of these videos, other than you talking about the future of DC Comics, uh, and Nightwing did a podcast too, but all the videos and the articles are like one paragraph yep. or a six-minute video, and that's it. Uh, yeah. Yeah, there's nothing to say. No, most of my conversation about that was about sussing out fake news and being able to like discern what's what's real and what's not and then like getting ahead of those conversations because like the thing about it is and I'm glad we're talking about it now because no one is offering any positive influence on this narrative and what I mean by that is uh, you know I don't I don't think it always has to be like sunshine and rainbows but I do think like when all of the narrative is being controlled by one source that has only selfish interests either they're trying to make money or upset the apple cart deliberately. That's their whole agenda. That is yeah. dangerous and bad. It's comics, so it's not really dangerous. The bleeding so cool rumor is that he fostered a poor work environment because he had to micromanage everybody else's projects and more than enough people were against the 5G movement. So therefore, that, that this may have been the reason he got let go. And it may have been. If 5G yeah. was something that no one else wanted and he was just pushing it, that maybe they may have been like, no, no, no. How about we don't do a massive change? You're already taking hits from Rebirth. Don't do a massive change, and that could have been what happened. Oh, totally. But we don't have any evidence on that either way. So, no. But I'm glad that at least you know some of these conversations are being had about about the conversation, about how we're having this conversation, about where we're getting this information from, and about how we're interpreting it and then putting it out into the world again. Because it's one thing to say your opinion, and it's another thing to say your opinion. And say it's fact. Right. And all we're doing is saying, like, yo, the guy was fired. Look at this shitstorm it caused. That's where we are. And that's it. I mean, like I said, not much more to say on the whole topic other than... And everyone, now in the next question, I'd be like, what's going to happen to 5G? But once again, there's no statement. Technically, nope. did they ever... Okay. Yeah, here's right. a question for you. 5G, <laughs> we all talk about now. Was it ever confirmed outside of Bleeding Cool? You mean, has there ever been a piece of DC stationery that has been out in the world that has the words 5G on it? No. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like, <laughs> Wait, technically, no. It's in 5G. Doomsday Clock. The, last, the first and last time you ever saw it actually canonized was on the last page of Doomsday Clock. But that was just a, in a lump of dozens of other events. Which are all made up and fake. Right. I'm looking, because like, we're all talking about the rumor of 5G, the rumor of 5G, the rumor of 5G, right? Yep. The question now is, has DC ever officially said anything about it? Because they could easily just be no. like, it's not going to happen. No. Because, I mean, I've done interviews with creators, and I'm not going to name names and stuff like that. Not all of them are even public yet. Yeah. Um, and I always ask the question about 5G. I do. I ask the question, like, what can you tell me about 5G? And I also have the rule in any interview, if I ask a question or you slip up and say something you shouldn't slip up, I will freely cut it out. Don't ever exactly. feel like it. And that has always been the cut out the question. Yeah. So... <laughs> right I don't know I mean like honestly the they won't give me an answer and I mean I've chatted look I, you know what I, the, the, the most notorious one and you can watch the video is Scott Snyder he will just spill the beans on everything and it's great yep and normally he just gets approval from DC but there was one time he had me cut out one of his things like this thing's happened and I ask about that stuff and I just I this uh, the most blunt response I've ever gotten is when I get just cut the question out please all right <laughs> all right well I that's fair <laughs> no, the the only thing I think maybe the closest thing is like besides the Doomsday Clock reference is the timeline that DiDio tweeted on like at New York Comic Con, where he's like, but Look, even that's you... there's no big I still can't Google that. No, no. Oh, and by the way, we're in uh, what 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 month is this? February. <laughs> uh, a rumor has it five G wasn't even going to roll out until October. Yeah, so, and if you're getting rid of Dan DiDio and he was headlining that event, 
That's eight months from now. Yeah. Like, for real, that's enough time to come up with a new... That's enough time to whip up a convergence. <laughs> uh, but money was spent well, I mean, hell, were hired we're literally, and decisions were made. We're literally in the middle of technically like a minor crisis with the Perpetua right now. Oh my God, you're right. I like anything could happen and just be like, yeah, that's we're done with that. <laughs> yeah, hell, death metal could be the convergence we need to get DC to like come up with something to replace 5G. But the, by the way, that's all speculation. We don't even know. We don't even know that 5G is even happening. We don't even that's know. That's what that I 5G mean. Like, I cannot happening. find a reputable source about 5G. It just nope. leaked out at New York Comic Con, yep. and everyone has run with it since then. Yep. But DC has said nothing. Right. I mean, DC in that same event listing also talked about the events of 2030, 2040, 20. <laughs> yeah, I, exactly. No, Doomsday Clock you can't trust. Uh, but I do feel like because I felt like there was no way that Jeff Jones wanted to make him sanctuary in Doomsday Clock, that, that you know, the, the Heroes in Crisis reference and the 5G references are all editorial. Like, they went, put that in there. What are they naming the... In what, yeah, and even the supposed... Because everyone thought it was going to be five, uh, fifth generation in the free comic book day thing. Yeah, but no. That's they're calling it Generation Zero. Generation Well, that's, it starts with zero. That's, why that's how there's five, you see. It starts with zero. Wow. I do like how they call it Generation Zero Gods Among Us. I'm like, didn't you do that with Injustice? Yeah, what? Are you, are you, oh, was that, is that a new crisis term you're going to coin? Yeah. Fine. Uh, new and longtime fans can't afford to see. This is from DCComics.com. So this okay. is Flash Forward Epilogue is the extensive, unbelievable inclusion of the fast Flash Forward six-issue miniseries. All new content from Scott Liddell and artist Brett Booth. In order to save his children and the multiverse itself, Wally Mess makes the ultimate sacrifice, taking his place in the Mobius chair. Unbeknownst yep. to him, the chair is packing a he packing a little extra power, having him be imbued with godlike powers of Dr. Manhattan. Right. Now armed with infinite knowledge and the powers of a god, Wally West can see the past, present, and future of DC all at once, including what needs to be changed. Oh. So Generation Zero just sounds to me like he's going to go back and fix everything that's still broken. Right. Which would, would and by the way, apparently, and, and I, I, I believe this is the case because I thought I remember reading DiDio saying it, but correct me if I'm wrong, where DiDio was like, I'm helping to curate and handpick and cultivate the official timeline for DC. And I was like, I don't trust you to do that. Uh, but if he was the guy who was like, I'm writing the official timeline for DC, and when Wally West looks at it, here's what it's going to look like. Now that he's gone, maybe they should throw that away. <laughs> <laughs> Well, his timeline involves no Nightwing, right? <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it involved a, a lessening of Robins. <laughs> we have enough know. Robins. We have six Robins. And now we're going to have the new child. <laughs> yeah, and then we got Helena Waynes, who, who's, who knows. <laughs> uh, so, all right. Well, uh, you got anything else you really want to talk about? Because that's Ain't that enough? I mean, <laughs> All right, guys. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode of Absolute Comics. I'm Benny from Comic Story, and that is Sal from Comic Pop. We're two boneheads that don't understand anything that's going on anymore. And just According call to the good. comments. <laughs> According <laughs> to the comments, yeah. Uh, if you want to support the show, don't forget, go check out our sponsor, G Fuel, by going to their website, ordering what you want, using the code COMICS at checkout. You can also go to the Patreon, patreon.com slash comic story, or patreon.com slash comic pop, both of which will support the show, and you'll get early access to the show. You can also support it by subbing right here at Twitch, twitch.tv slash comicstorian, where we bring you podcasting every Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday. And you can also do show your support by, I think that was all of them. Yeah, I think that was all of them. I think you... Uh, uh, that, do those. <laughs> to reiterate, do those things. What do you guys think is going on with 5G? What do you think is going on with Dan DiDio? What do you think is going on with DC Comics? You're all welcome to have your opinions, just like we are at, We are ourselves. Let us know in the comments down below, or shoot us a message over our Patreons and Discords. We'll chat about it. Thank you so much for your support. See you next time, right here.